Hello. Welcome to the Mobile Horror Companion. My name is Carlos Danger. Sons of bitches. I'm joined by my co-host, Pac. After, uh, he was, wasn't, he was kind of here last week, but not fully. Mr. Brian Spears. The last hello, couple Brian. weeks I sort of missed. Good, hello, hello. I missed the last couple weeks. You also did a little, cool little show, uh, Connecticut-based, sort of, uh, with the guys, well, with Matt and, uh, two of the Connecticut guys, uh, Pina Comics and Larry, uh, Scary Larry Dwyer. Oh, yeah, that was like the Halloween show I did for my day job in, like, early October. Yeah, I mean, when I look at it, I've recorded, between work and this, 15 podcasts in 30 days, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. This is number 16, so I've completely lost track. And I was busy. I know you've been swamped, and I've been swamped for the day job because it was election year. It's over, pretty much. You know, you get the local politicians who don't read news at all. Just like, you're biased. I don't like you. I said I insulted that man's mother and you didn't publish it. You're biased. I don't get. The bar is low, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. But that's neither here nor there. So last week when Matt was on, we talked about Dune, which I suspect you haven't finished. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not my thing. Yeah, it's like I don't gotta, know, man. It just you got to commit to it. And again, and I really think what I I think I would like this more long form. I think that's what bothers me right now is it is a it's a these all these trilogy movies that are like greenlit as trilogies or greenlit as an extended story. I get that's great for movies, but I mean, you know, and I do think the first half hour of Dune was not necessary. Yeah, I like the whole like I had said on with Maisto, I'm like I don't know how long this book was. Maybe it's 800 pages. The movie feels like they captured 76 pages. Like it's just yeah, it's sort of. And I mean it's it's fine though. It's fine. I'm also watching Foundation on uh, Apple TV, which is essentially oh, see, the same thing. That. It's the okay. same thing. I mean it's like my wife's into it, and like it's hard to put it on because i'm just like oh god i know i gotta trudge through all this it's you know it's heady cerebral cerebral sci-fi after about 15 minutes i'm like oh it's pretty good but the initial act to put it on it's like taking and i medicine. think that's my fear that's like some also listen i'll be honest man when it comes to that like he, listen i like heady stuff i like but i guess i like it more like everything grounded in reality Mm. Or, or some closer to reality. Listen, I like cop movies. I like cop. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, if even if they're corrupt, even if they're you know, one sided. Oh. Speaking of which, that's a good segue. You you mentioned corrupt cops. I just watched. I binged I yesterday. I'm so uh, jealous. Narcos Mexico season three. Like, I mean, it was been such a busy couple of weeks for my job. I was just, I, I was burnt yesterday. I was totally burnt. Like my wife's really annoyed at me. I couldn't get off the couch. I, you know, I, I just couldn't get off the couch. So I just kept on, I'd watch an episode and then I'd play some four. I was a complete bum yesterday, but I feel better today. But all I'll say about it is, and I don't mean to, I'm not spoiling anything, but my take, it's, it's not as good as all the previous ones. This is definitely, okay, okay. definitely sort of the, the weakest only. It's got good performances. You know, and I'm just into that whole, the whole concept of the show where it's like, you know, the DEA agent, you never really understand why he's so upset all the time, (laughs) but you know, there's always like, 
I don't know. It just works for me. I, I know it's the, it's the same thing season after season. Oh, this, this season's a little different because you don't get that. Every previous season has pretty much focused on the rise and fall of one guy within the cartel. And then the corresponding, yes. uh, you know, parallel story of whatever agent is chasing the rising star. This really doesn't have that. It, it kind of just puts, it puts a little end note on everything, sort of. Uh, but you should definitely watch it. I mean, if you're oh, a no, fan no, of I'm, all these, you got to watch I'm it. I'm excited to watch it to the point where, you know, I do Halloween stuff, so uh, which might lead into another segue. But the uh, I just had to put my yard away. And mm-hmm. I was like, if I don't do it, it'll be a whole other, you know, I would just blow off, you know, It'd be, yeah. be out there till Christmas, yeah. It'd be out there till Christmas. Which I, you've done that in the past. You'll, there'll be snow on it and stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, I listen, the... I still left stuff out. And I just, I literally just put Christmas hats on them right now. Um, there you go. But like, it was funny because my brother is in the same type of dilemma. He's working on a pickup truck. He's rebuilding his pickup truck, but like, literally took everything out, painted the underside of it. Has been doing this thing to the point where he like made plans to go to a car show with his son, and then he just didn't bring it up again and i just said ah, i'll have your son sleep over my house he'll never know that this was the weekend he was supposed to go to the car show oh, man, because that's... he just needed to get it done but then i walked in yesterday morning and it was him and his wife that you know they were eating breakfast and he was like watching this old house and i said hey dude you know i came in real somber hey man i, I got some really bad news for you i know you're trying to get your truck done today but uh they just added mexico season three new uh narcos new mexico season three because for some reason my not brother New Mexico. watches the worst. It's not, it's not New Mexico. I'm, I'm sorry, Me- uh, Mexico. Sorry, sorry. I, I meant they added a new episode. New season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Narcos Mexico. Um, and like, like Sharon was like, his wife was like crapping her pants. Like, what, what happened? What's wrong? And when I said there's a new season, maybe you shouldn't work on your truck today because he's been known to just sit in front of the TV and watch. Like, that's a show his wife doesn't want to watch. And he sort of has control of the TV. So either she's watching all like, 22 weeks of this old house that Brock's seen since he was 13, you know, like just reruns of that or, you know, Narcos Mexico, like it's hilarious. So I'm actually anxiously awaiting it because I'm kind of in a flux of watching crappy TV besides Dope Sick. Yeah, I'm watching, you know, I'm not saying it's horrible, but it's a little scandalous. I'm watching Impeachment. Uh, It's sort of that Ryan Murphy. uh, Who's Ryan Murphy? uh, he does all those American horror stories, but he did oh, that OJ okay. Simpson and I never this, watched uh, any of those. Okay. Yeah, they're just listen, there's they're dynasty and Falcon Crest and Dallas kind of soap opery, but they're pop culture stuff that we would that we all like, you know, especially our age group, you and I, like our that we live through. You know what I mean? Like the Gianni Versace. I find, I find all that depressing though, because like that's one thing about Marco uh, Marcos. Yeah, what the hell? Marco season three. Is that, uh, you know, it's set in 1994, which is now old timey, just depressing. Yeah. Doesn't seem that long ago. But, uh, you know, the, now the question is, are they going to make any any other shows? And I did pull one clip. I got it from uh, Collider. It only has okay. like 1,500 views online, which makes me think no one cares about Narcos Mexico season three. And this is an interview with Collider which I don't know, that's some type of entertainment website yeah. that used to be a collection of independent websites and now it's all under one brand and it's all hosted by guys sitting in front of toys, you know, in the background. Okay. But this is the uh, showrunner and co-creator, Carlo Bernard, 
The interviewer asks him if there's going to be another season. Here we go. Ask uh, point blank, uh, what's the next one? Uh, we don't know. There, there aren't any plans, honestly. Um, there, uh, yeah, there, this is this is sort of the end of the ride, certainly for now, at least. There's nothing um, in the works, but you know, unfortunately, the drug trade isn't going anywhere. So um, obviously, the possibility of of other iterations exists, but but for now, um, you know, this is it. And, and the way that I think we went from. Colombia to Mexico, and certainly, you know, with... China. And then blah, blah, blah. So he's not confirming either way if there'll be another season of Narcos. And, I, you know, it, it is... It, it, maybe this season, it does feel slightly uh, played out. And they, they told the story. I mean, once you're in the 90s, the late 90s, where else can you go? You know, then yeah. it's literally stuff that was just on, on the news last week. So, so anyway, that was that... Uh, I binged it, though. I recommend it uh, to anybody who's a Narcos fan. Yeah. And that's why I, that's why I didn't watch it yesterday, because I, I almost put it on in the morning. Oh, let me just watch one episode. But with that show, it's always let me just watch one episode. And then I would be there the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was on the HBO Max app, which is my favorite app just to visit, because I love like you go to that app. This is on Netflix, although I had to search it out. It didn't come up as, hey, look, what's new? But uh you go to the HBO Max app. I just love it's like, hey, here's what's new. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Oh, I know. And the random Martin Lawrence Martin. show that nobody watched from 1993. That, that's the wackiest thing. I don't. I feel like they're getting 13 or 15 bucks a month for that. And it's like hanging with Mr. Cooper. I don't know. I don't get but it. They have right now. I will say this. I see you have Apple and I, I don't have Apple. And that might, you know, it's like the new one that I don't have always interests me the most. Um, but right now. I tend to leave HBO Max is usually the first one I look at just because I'll put on like a crappy or a movie that maybe I don't like. I, I don't know if I'd watch that. Like I watched The Exorcist, too. I I won't say I stayed with it, but at least I put it on. It's like, uh, you yeah. know, it was October. So, you know, that's every you know, I have to listen to every other idiot that writes. Uh, hey, you know, this is a this is a Halloween movie. You should Exorcist watch three is a great yeah. movie, everybody. Oh, so I. I I was putting on movies that like, you know, that were going to go away that month. And if I didn't watch it, if my, if I had to go down and get the laundry from the washing machine and I, I didn't pause it, you know what I mean? I didn't care what I missed. I watched mm. a bunch of movies like that. I've noticed about Apple TV now that I've have been watching it for months now, it has some good shows on there. They, they shoot higher. They're sort of like, they're golden age HBO, but without any of the edge. Like there's a reason like Tom Hanks is doing Apple stuff all the time. Cause none of it is, none of it's offensive. You know, there, that's one thing that, that I've noticed. That? Cause there's I no, there's no Oz. Watch. There's no, there's no, like, there's not even a breaking bad. I watched every Oz. Now, mind you, when, when I went to sleep, I put on Oz. So I was falling asleep every night to Oz. <laughs> Greatest theme show ever. <laughs> Ah! One of the dudes from Oz is in like that show would never get, you know, no, it's not happening. One of the dudes. uh, Okay. So there was, you remember, I mean, you you just watch it. The blonde haired guy with the long blonde hair, the kind of slow brother. Cyril. He's in O'Reilly. Okay. He's in uh, Narcos season three, but only like two scenes, but it's him. I'm like, Hey, it's a dude from Oz, which was kind of cool. I like there's a tie in. There's a, there's a, a relationship there. Uh, but anyway, so we didn't really have anything planned. We just wanted to do a quick episode. I don't know how long we've been recording, but this is going to be real quick. 
just to sort of uh, keep the streak alive. You know, in the past, if we had really nothing to say or no time to say it, we would not uh, release an episode. But the constant bullying by Pina Comics and, and Johnny Amenta, formerly known as Johnny Ganache specifically, has uh, made us keep our, what is it, pedal to the metal, sort of say. Uh, but Brian had an interesting thing last week. The reason he couldn't be on the broadcast, although he made a, an appearance, he was off doing Halloween makeup. For, for I mean, I'm a 47-year-old. I don't know anybody in, in modern uh, pop culture, really. You know, I mean, even the Marvel movies, I don't get. Uh, so can you talk about like what you did sort of Brian without getting, uh, losing future work? Yeah. I mean, I got a, a call from a director I had worked with in the past that had worked with this actor who happens to also be a musician. Uh, and while I knew this musician actor, I mean, I, he's primarily a musician. I'm not up on music, especially, yeah, yeah. you know, like anything after pretty much the grunge period of like the 90s i don't know about 97 sure, if it's on the radio yeah and like i'm a serious music subscriber so i never listened to anything you know that it you know early 2000s i might know a radio song you know what i'm trying to say right, like yeah um so uh kid cuddy and i think i'm even i think that's right because i might have said it was kid cootie but Kid Cudi, uh, I think Cudi. Said, I don't know either, but yeah, I think Cootie would be C O O T I E T T I. And I like know, you have the... I know Kid Cudi, Scott, uh, Mascuti. I think it is Mascuti. I'm, I'm gonna massacre his last name, but look it up. I mean, he's got a documentary right now on on uh, Amazon Prime. Like my name is Scott. It just got released this week. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So it's actually topical. Um, and I got a uh, director, Ty West. I had done the, the sacrament with him. I think he had done a movie. I don't know if that's, you know, but uh, they, they had worked together in the past. And he said, hey, uh, would you ever do his any Halloween makeup? And I just said, sure. Ty and West kinda, reached out to you, you're saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and again, I don't know, you know, I know Ty, but I don't, we're not like buddy, buddy. We're acquaintances at, at the, at the most. You're not exchanging um, Christmas cards and stuff. like Exactly. That. Like I'm not exact, you know, I mean, I know the guy, the guy knows me and, you know, and I was actually quite honored that he even said, Hey, would you be interested in this? And he's like, I thought of you. Um, and it was just that it was like, Hey, would you ever be interested in that? Now I will say this. I'm, I'm bitter old man. And it was Halloween was a Sunday. And, you know, I was like, okay, maybe I would do this. I'm kind of burnt out from work had some crazy jobs recently. I'm finishing up another job. I was in Cape Cod this week. I go back to Cape Cod uh month. And that's Sunday. a that's a haul for you cuz you're close you're you're you know, you're an hour outside of New York City so going to Cape yeah. Cod isn't not So it was like commute. a 5-hour ride and like, you yeah. know, it's not a big deal, but uh you know, so I was like, "Oh, do, do I do this?" And the name was intriguing. Um and of course I want to do it. And then it was like, I don't, you know. And then it was Friday. He, I was originally told Friday or Saturday, and then it turned, and then I was told maybe it was Sunday, which was Halloween, which was no big deal because it was actually earlier, you know, later in the evening. Um, right. So it turned out to be on uh, a Saturday, like a Saturday party. I guess it was like a big deal party. Uh, and I just went down and uh, he, he like called me or texted me on Thursday. The Wednesday or Thursday and said, Hey, would you still do this? Uh, by that time it was Scott contacting me or kid. 
And uh, I said, yeah, no problem. And we just went down. He kind of mentioned, it was mentioned that he wanted to be some type of like zombie thing. Mm -hmm. So I have stuff like that. I just said, Hey, I can't build anything. I can't do anything. Uh, You know, it's kind of like, Hey, what I have, I'll, come down and we'll figure it out it can't be incredibly involved because you of the time yeah like there's a lot of people that go all out you know what i mean for this type of thing heidi klum being one of them the weekend does another one the weekend was uh don corleone mm. uh and it was incredible like by one of the top makeup artists in the world and i'm having like a little zombie brow so I, i'm i won't lie and say that i'm you know was intimidated i also don't ask too many questions like i had no idea what this was for right i you know I find that the more questions you ask, you know, I just wanted to know what time I had to be there and like, you know, Hey, can we do this? And, you know, it sounded like, you know, we had a time frame that he wanted to work in. So I knew what I could do was quick enough. And Hey, a zombie, I was more comfortable doing that. You know what I mean? Like right. something that I'm just walking down generically. I just went to his place. We did a makeup. I- I'd like to say there were some salacious stories going on and I'd like to say all this stuff, but Jen, like genuinely the guy is a super nice guy um, that's good to hear yeah like there was no I, like, I saw i mean the makeup itself was pretty awesome it looked really good and it looked like he got photographed thanks. at whatever uh i don't know who does these who photographs these parts it was some he kind of part photographer and that's not like giving say that again I, I be- he had his own photographer oh okay you know and i think this was a party he was ho- maybe him and someone else. listen i'm sure he has a million cl- like collaborative collaborations. I love that. Even you, you did the makeup. It's over, and you still. Yeah, I don't know what it was for. You still. Yeah, you I still mean, it, it was a huge. It was a huge party that I think he's throwing, but I don't. I don't know if it's him throwing it. Right. But he yeah, was heavily yeah, yeah. involved in it, um, and he might have been partnered up. So it was like a kid cootie part, like Halloween party. Cuddy. Cuddy. Yeah. I think sorry. it's Cuddy. Um, hey man, I'm a white dude from the suburbs. I'm like, you know, know I'm learning too, now know. rap music. We were listening to Gin and Juice, my nephew and I, because he's schooling me in like older school stuff. Yeah. And I, and I, I get know it through Fortnite, through osmosis, through Fortnite. Little Nas X was at this party because I know Kid Cuddy had a picture old, with him. That's the Old Town Road guy? I think maybe so. Maybe not. Oh man, this is just, maybe we should change the yeah, subject. Yeah, well, this is like... <laughs> But I, I would love to say like it was like this big deal, uh, you know. But I it was just, cool. It know, was a good experience, right? I mean, it you, was you a know. really nice experience. And I will say from the bottom of my heart, like it was like unbelievably nice. The nicest thing probably was the next morning. I was like, do I write him and make sure everything went right? But listen, you know, you know, I work with celebrities all the time. You don't want to come across this as needy yeah, yeah, like yeah, I just yeah. didn't want to be like, hey, I didn't want to bother him. And by like eleven o'clock in the morning, he sent me a little text to just say thank you, and this was a big hit. Oh, that's and cool. So like, that's yeah, that's that like that was like boom, that like dropped the mic. You know, it's like professional you know, and 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 human. So that's cool. My nephew. Kid cut, hey, maybe he'll like, be on the podcast. Did you ask him what horror <laughs> character he likes to get drunk with? I did not ask. Oh, um, but he seems to be a Lost Boys fan. Um, so we might have an argument there. He must but, be younger uh, than us. Yes, he's about 10 years younger than us. All right, that makes sense. And But again, it was like super cool. Like, you know, maybe even gave me a little cred amongst some of my friends and fans and that kind of thing. Like, it was kind, it was really nice. I would like to sit here and be like, have these great stories, but I don't. It was literally go in, do the makeup. The guy couldn't have been nicer. So now you got to turn and, yourself into some type of Instagram influencer then, right? You got to like start. Well, all right, there's the thing. 
I don't like, listen, I mean, I did post a picture on my Instagram, but like, I didn't like tag the guy. Like to me, that's right. weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. that's the, uh, and I'm sure you can understand this. That's the old man in me. I've had people tell me like, you could be bigger if you just did more hashtags. And it wasn't, former, uh, language. Oh, okay. it wasn't our former, it wasn't our former co-host. Joe used to go a little crazy way, with the hashtags. Yeah, he loved hashtags. Also, I mean, I'm, this is not too revealing. I did uh, another movie just recently, real recent. Uh, and uh, it starred one of the actresses from... Uh, um, Unfriended. Unfriended. How did I guess that? it was that? awesome. And, and it was so cool because I had a long conversation and I know he's our former co-host. I'm not saying anything negative. We're all, I'm, Peace I and love. still Peace talk and to love. him, but it was funny how I got to explain to this young woman <laughs> that I know her movie very, very well, because it's a running joke on a podcast. I do on how, like, anytime we wanted to insult one of our members, we just kept bringing up the fact that he blew us off to watch unfriended. That's true. We kept making fun of him over unfriended. And I said, it really had nothing to do with your movie. It had to do with just that. It was like, hey, I'm, I'm finishing unfriended. You know, I plan to do a podcast with you guys at 10 o'clock, but me and my wife are still watching unfriended and unfriended who this actress was wonderful to work with even admitted, like, you know, she was supposed to play like a, a very young girl at the age that she was like, you know, so she even laughed like, what's he doing watching Unfriended? You know, like, he you was know. he was a little removed from the demographic. Yes, he definitely did. Because she was like, I had to like learn lingo and like things that I had to do just to like be in that space. That's so it hilarious. was just funny that I could bring that well, up. Well, she must have been cool because that, that could have went south, right? Because like you're saying to somebody, hey, your your movie was a running joke on our podcast. Because yes. it was, takes some explaining because you have to be like, all right, well. We were supposed to tape at 10 o'clock. We're old guys. You know, we want to go and to bed. Kind of, I had the time to kind of get into this story a little bit. We're but toxic I bullies. Of, I got a little brownie points the day before, the week before, uh, the other day. Like when you sit at lunch, it's very clicky. Uh, On these you movie know, sets? Like, yes. Like the makeup people sit with the makeup, the oh, grip okay. and electric. You know, it's kind of like that because that's your click. And especially in COVID times, you know, we're very separated. And I just remember we had all these tables and there's not as many people at tables. And I overheard the table. There was a table in between mine. And then the next table was like the writers, the actors, a couple of the higher ups. And the writer was talking about this movie pig. And I just went, Whoa, did you guys talk? Are you talking about oh. pig? And he was like, Oh yeah, it's the Nicholas. I'm like, you don't have to tell me what this is, brother. That is the greatest movie in the world. If, and he goes, what if Nicholas Cage doesn't win an Oscar, everything's rigged. And I was like, yep. <laughs> and like we had this huge discussion where no one else at the tables had ever seen pig. And this actress was like, I'm writing this down. My husband and I are going to watch this movie. And literally like the, 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 the writer of this project had like, we had like a very big bond, the rest of the, the shoot. And Fellow it was just because he's like, and he was just like, is that not the most amazing movie that you think is going to be the worst movie? And, you know, you go and watch this movie and it's the greatest movie. I recently did a life cast uh, for somebody, you know, uh, Larry Pheasant, and he's doing a, acting in a movie and he needed a life cast from someone else. Uh, he's a writer, producer, else. director from Glass yeah, Eye Picks and all that. Picks. But wait, before you say that, I just want to say to our listeners out there, if you want to go back a couple episodes, we talked about Pig a few episodes back. All right, well, Larry Pheasant. And another guy, he said Pig is the best movie of the year thus far. 
So it, 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 it I think we're, we're, we're in uh, I think we were ahead of the curve on that one. You know what I mean? Like in the sense that more people should see that movie. I think Shane I did not our, talk about that with a kid though. Our mutual friend, Shane, I think he saw it, but he's a huge Nicholas. Well, he's a, yeah, he's a huge, he likes even the ones that we can't stand though. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, if he, if he kind of hesitates, about a Nicolas Cage movie, you know it's got to be atrocious because he he's yeah. a huge, probably the biggest Nicolas Cage can I've ever encountered. Like and knows his stuff, not just yes, yeah, no, he watches jumping on the yeah. on the bandwagon like I am. But uh, oh man, there was something. Oh, you know what I want to ask you about, and maybe we'll conclude with this, right? Because we talked about Marcos, Amelda Marcos, season five of uh, on Netflix there, yes. and you doing the makeup for the Kid Cudi dude. But I mean, like the talk of the last, I guess, what, three weeks, four weeks has been, and I, I guess I'm not looking for your individual take, but it's pretty crazy that uh, all the stuff about set safety and movie set safety has become literal front page news everywhere and, and national publications, like publications like the, the New York Times. And then there's and like the whole political it. weird twist of it with the New York Post, oh, all, the, yeah, all, the way yeah. this, all the different ways this story is being dissected I can't even, I'm not even following it anymore because I'm just like, all right, let's just wait until the investigation. If there's charges filed, there's charges filed. But at this point, it's yes. almost insane because it, it changes every day and somebody else says something and then it's contradicted by something else. But I'm talking about the onset uh, shooting and uh, shooting of two people, death of one on the set of Rust a couple of yeah. weeks back. Is that, I mean, it's got to be for you. I mean, we did a podcast a while back and Brian had brought up uh, some, some weird onset uh, conditions on past movies that you've worked on. Uh, and it happened literally as your union was going to go on strike. Part of the reason overworked in this lack of attention to details such as safety and all that stuff. It it all, say, it's all in, now encapsulated in this one story that happened tragedy. And this is me being a little mean. I want to say it happened. This all happened. I think two days after a deal had been worked out. Hmm. I wonder if the deal would have been a, if we, we didn't strike, there was threat of a huge strike. And a lot of it was working conditions. Now I do know on this, let's take away this gun stuff. There was a, a camera crew that walked not just because of gun safety, but because of other conditions, which is what was related to the strike, the strike. Yeah. It was, one, know, it was mainly one of the yeah. driving back and listen, man, I have horror stories. Um, I've almost fallen asleep. I've gotten tickets just because I'm flying home just so I can get six hours of sleep. I, I'm cursed because that I will say it. I hate to say it. And this is a bad, this is some of the problem. That is part of the job. Like they don't pay me to work. They pay me to get to and from work. Like I love my job, but it's all that, that stuff. Well, seven, I, I just did a 17 and a half hour day on set. And that has, and that was well over more than an hour, at least an hour and a half from my house. Mm. Um, you know, some of it is self-inflicted. When I left Cape Cod, I slept for three hours and got up because I didn't want to be waking up later in the afternoon where traffic then would have been bad. I just came home and went to sleep. Uh, I was fine to drive because I'm kind of a weirdo. Like if the sun's up, I'm fine. It's it's when sun's down that that gets me tired. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to say, too. I mean, I've worked on some pretty explosive shows in the sense where heavy gunfire. I did two seasons of uh, the Marvels, the Punisher. Um, you know, gun safety's always been a big deal on sets that I've been on. And it's never, even the smaller movies, listen, you can't even joke. Like, if you were like, hey, you know, like, you know, you that don't was, joke uh, around for, with yeah. guns. It's about you as know? unprofessional, I, I imagine, as you yeah. can get. And probably instant firing. I had like, listen, I'll, I'll say it. My parents, my dad was a gun guy, uh, but we were never like his, my mom would never allow guns in the house. Like we, we had areas that we could go upstate and he'd go shooting and hunting. I wasn't allowed to have BB guns or, or play guns. I had them, but I just hit them in a fort, you Mm -hmm. know, and, you know, sawed off the barrel of a BB gun thinking that's cooler. I can, can, you know, find, you know, uh, the you BB know, doesn't fly straight more. when you do that. No, no, no. I was there. Comes, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've done all that. But I, I grew up in a family where, like, you don't point a gun at someone, like, even if you're playing around, which is. It's but we don't know. Are you? We don't know. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, who knows what happened on this? Who thing, knows right? what happens? But I, all yeah. I can say is this. There are protocols that go like if you hear a cold gun on the set. I guess technically I could walk over and see, can I check that gun? And I am allowed to ask that, but it is sort of like, um, I guess you like, when you hear cold gun, you have to trust the people that say that you assume there's no reason you, for you, you to go and over now, and ask. I did recently get into an argument on Facebook, which I probably shouldn't even have got involved in because these people are gun people and they're saying, you know, and, and while their rules are right, you know, like, oh, well, you have to check your weapon. You have to check this. You got to check that. You got to realize some actors, they're, they're just doing their job. And some actors are great with guns. But when a, when someone hands you a weapon and tells you it's a cold gun, it's that guy's job to, to check that. Yeah, the so other thing going on, that. it's Alec Baldwin, you know. Well, yeah, we'll see. The I, guy I who played President arguing. Trump for four years yes. on SNL. Yes. So, so the people have the knives again, out for him. And he's he's sort of and and I'll credit this to Kevin Brennan. Kevin Brennan pointed out like the two biggest uh, quote unquote douchebags from the city to New York, Alec Baldwin and Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, yes. just on their public what they've done in public. I've never met the guy. I did a TV show that he was in, um, and I don't know, but I also read one of these. Somebody said somewhere on one of these boards that like Alec Baldwin is Alec Baldwin, like you know. He doesn't, you know, when Alec Baldwin is on set, you're it's you're dealing with Alec Baldwin. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're you're shooting Alec Baldwin. You know, he's one of those actors that comes in, does his job and gets out like that. Does, so he, you know, like if you hand him something, he's going to believe you. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, you know, yeah, that's and I should say that I, I pointed out he's a douchebag, but I, I'm not implying that it was, a, you know, uh, at all his fault listen, or anything I mean, like that. I'm just saying that people I, are I attacking him because this. of who he is. And I think there's a lot more of that, which is sort of, I'm like, I get it. Like some of the, everything's political. I'm not going to lie. Some of the memes are funny. Some of the stuff that are coming out, make me chuckle. It's sad that I'm chuckling because someone else is dead. Do I think that guy loaded a weapon? No, I do not think that guy, you know, I'm seeing some crazy reports that this was like done on purpose. Those weird sabotage. That's sick, man. That is, that's what I mean. The reporting. The reporting on this is just like gone off a deep end where it's like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to read anything for a while. Let's see what happens. It is, it is interesting by interesting. I mean, effed up, uh, 
you know, it's this awesome. comes, it comes a couple of years after what the, it was the, the Allman brothers movie where they were on the train yes, tracks and on people, the train I mean, tracks. Jesus, you go to work to shoot an independent movie, you get hit by a train. Yeah. Uh, it's I've, just, that's it. The I whole thing is a little trains, crazy. Like it's all like, listen, I won't even lie. I just recently on this movie and it sounds like a joke. Like I fell into a, a river. I was now, thinking it wasn't about a big that. deal, but like yeah. I fell into a river. It was kind of dark out. Like I probably shouldn't have been, I should have just waited an extra, you know, I wanted to get done with my day. You know, it was dark. I couldn't see my footing. You know, I'm carrying some gear. Did I, you know, did I hurt my ankle? Yeah. Did I hurt myself or, you know, more my pride in that than my actual physical well-being? Did I throw my back out a little bit? Yeah. Did I do something where I could have like argued with production? Probably. Mm. I mean, you know, we were provided waiters and stuff like that. And it not, you know, things didn't fit my big goddamn feet, but like, you know, there was precautions made and just accidents happen. You know, have I ever, you know, been on sets where I'm like, whoa, like I've had sets cleared just for uh, a chemical leak. Oh, there's oil in the air. You know, like we've had that happen. They come in and they I've had things shut down because of weather. I've had, you know, certain things, uh, you know, it's like any work environment. Like, you know, you have your. You know, you have your your although uh, the difference with that work environment, though, it's like. It differs. I mean, I work, you can, you know, in traditionally you work for one company and that company is, yeah. you know, or the industry is sort of the same. It's like with movies, it all depends. It seems like who's in charge, especially in those yes. indie shoots. You can and have gonna, complete night and day. Plenty indie people that are real hands-on and like real helpful and not only creative, but they're making sure you get home. They're making sure you do this. They're making sure they're not overworking you. And like, they're also in it. I always have an issue where like if the producer's not willing to hump gear, but like will make me work 17 hours and then at the end of the day just gets in the van he's in the first van out of there. Those are people I don't like to work with because those are the people that that do just care, you know, oh, we check this off, we check that off. We're we gotta make a day. Every film, and it is funny, like our entertainment is kind of yeah, like everyone there is overworked. Mm. And I think too now with all of these, um, uh, you know, all these different places we can watch stuff, all these streaming sites, all this content. Yeah. There, like there is no longer. There used to be, especially like, listen, I'm not, I'm much busier than I've ever been, and I'm very thankful for that. But when I did like indie movies, I if I didn't have a job right now, this this job I'm doing right now is an indie movie. I'm only doing two days, but I, you know, if this was my main job, I would have been like, oh, I want to get as many days in because after November, once December approaches, you might not work till the, you know, the winter will come and then, you know, it'll break very rarely. Now with the TV world that I'm in and, and the bigger movies I'm in, you know, it's, it's, and I also think because of the streaming services, the content, there's much more content. You're not taking a break. I don't like, I, I'm, I've never went on vacation. Right. I also, yeah. you know, I'm in a freelance world and that's what some people don't understand. I'm jealous of people that have like, Oh, if I take a day off, I, I'll just call in sick today. I don't have sick days. You know, I might have weeks that I do nothing, 
But the days that I work, if I there's no one else to fill in for me, especially now in the COVID world, you don't get you I don't work, you tested, don't get paid. Yeah, which is yeah. something so, you brought up about COVID and all these a holes that are, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Where it's like, well, there's other people out there. If they if they maybe they they feel the same way you do, but if they, you know, I mean by you be meaning the a holes. But yeah, yeah, if you don't work, you don't get paid. So you can't get COVID because yeah. you're going to be out. You're going to be you're going to be without a paycheck for at least and, uh, and there's a lot two of things weeks. coming out right now. I don't watch football, but I think the greatest story I've ever heard in the world now is Aaron Rodgers is not vaccinated. I don't even know who that guy is, but uh, yeah, how, all these jokes. The and I don't know. I haven't seen the coverage, but yeah, he's, I he, I asked Joe Rogan for advice. It almost it's it's like we've entered an alternate dimension at some point. A, that movie Idiocracy has become that is a Bible now. It is so funny how that movie is documentary, so real. but in this day and age, like, listen, I, I you can have your political beliefs. You could have this and I'm dealing, you know, it's just I don't get like, hey, I, I get it. A mask is uncomfortable. We're still saying this like this is still going on it's two years into it. <laughs> and like if your job requires it, get it. I don't, I don't even understand, too, because I understand there's people that do far more serious jobs than I. And, like, I don't know. I just think, like, I don't think the government – I'm sorry. I'm also, I don't believe the government's trying to kill everybody. No, I don't um, think they're that competent. Uh, yeah, well, that's the other thing. I just don't think we're that smart, you know. And, you know, I don't know. I just think if you want to work – and your job requires that. I hate to say it, your job probably requires a billion things. Right. I got to wear pants at work. What the hell? Like what that, you know? Right. Yeah. That, it's you just, know, yeah. It, it, it's weird. It's all just, and it's I will all just say this, weird. man, I have uh, lessened. I, I have not lessened my mask wearing. Uh, Cause again, I'm, it's required for me at work, but you know, you know, now you could walk away a little bit and take your mask. Like I'm feeling more of the weather now than I mm. did the last two years. And I think that's just because I'm just still know, in my basement. Well, I don't go out much, but when I do go out, you know what I mean? I just feel like there's more people out now. Yeah. Are you like, getting your third I, thing yet? Are you getting your, I got it. I'm a fat man. So I think I qualify. I saw obesity is one of the things I can get your third shot. I'm like, hell yeah. I, here's where I will say I have, I regularly see my doctor. So I am going in for a flu shot in uh, two weeks. Okay. Uh, my, I was supposed to actually do it this weekend, but my, the doctor canceled because, you know, he got the weekend off. But uh, so I am going to ask my doctor. You're going to consult you know, like him? I, yeah, 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 just basically. You know, again, I mean, if he tells me to get it, I will get it. If he says, I don't think you need it right now, wait a little bit, then I'll wait. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, and that's just, yeah. Hey, you're actually going to ask a doctor. What do you mean? What's wrong with Facebook or Joe well, Rogan? I am. You know, listen, I'm asking right? Pina Comics, can, whatever. Cancer, strike, uh, stroke. You know, I'm going to listen to my doctor. Right. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm a health, so unhealthy. I'm so fat right now that I'm just like, yeah, I, me too. You know, what, I'm just going to do what the doctor tells me to do because I don't think my doc, my doctor still wants my copay. Yeah, right. He doesn't want you to die. How's he going to collect yeah. his money so he can take three day uh, 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 weekends? All right. I guess that's that. I don't know what else to say. Me and Matt complained last week about uh conventions a little bit how their autograph shows nothing new there though yeah uh, we were talking about monster mania going back to the crown plaza and i know i sent out a message anybody want me i don't even want to go to it's too far it's too far it's way too far and the traffic's too crazy but anyway i guess that's that so uh this is insufferable bastards 
That was Brian Spears, and I'm Carlos Danger. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Later. <laughs>